You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, episode 66, four reasons why you aren't hitting consistent 10K months. Now, I have to say this with a word of caution, because if you're struggling to maintain a consistent five-figure monthly income, well, today's episode is definitely for you. And if you're a multiple six-figure earner who has made it to the 200,000 or 300,000 or even 500,000 a year mark or beyond, you're not excluded from this conversation. Because if you are missing any one of the four elements we're talking about today, chances are you will eventually cap your growth and your income will plateau. So to avoid this problem, listen up. This is all coming up next. So stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Before we dive in today, I want to thank our featured listener this week, Allison Hardy, who says, dang, this podcast is good. I love Courtney's no-nonsense approach to all things life and business. She makes the most complicated things seem so simple and easy. Thanks, Courtney, for all your amazing advice. Well, thank you, Allison, for such an amazing review. Gosh, it just means the world to me each week when I see these reviews come through and see the impact that what we talk about here on the show week after week is having in your life and in your business. And so whether you are a new listener and you're just joining us for the first time, welcome, or whether you're a longtime listener and you haven't left us a review yet, we would love to hear your feedback on the show. All you have to do is open up your Apple app, which if you're listening to this episode on Apple right now should already be open. You will tap the subscribe button at the top. It's a purple button right there. And then you scroll down and you will see a section that says leave a review or write a review. Pop in a sentence or two there. Let us know how the show is impacting your life. We really value your feedback. And I personally love reading what you have to say about the show. I remember when I first started my business, I just knew that I wanted to help people. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you got into business too because you just had a dream on your heart or a calling in your heart. And maybe it was more than that. Maybe it was twofold. Maybe you wanted to have more financial freedom or more flexibility. For me, it was a bit of that too because I had come from a nine to five and nights and lunch breaks and weekends kind of work environment where I was working all the time. I had very little personal time to myself. My life was my work. And it was just wearing on me. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was burnt out. I had always dreamed of working for myself, but I really didn't know what that would even look like or how that would take shape. But when I was diagnosed with cancer at 25, that sent me in a whole different direction. It was really eye-opening to me, sitting in the doctor's office that day, to recognize how I had worked myself into the ground and to recognize even more than that how fragile life is and how I had chosen to sacrifice the things in life that were really important to me like my family and my relationships, my time, my energy, my health 
for the sake of success. And it was glaringly obvious in that moment that I needed to make a change. And I wish that I could tell you that I made a complete 180 and I turned around and I stopped working so hard and I started my business and I opened the doors and I made six figures that first year and the rest is just history and it has all been effortless since then. (laughs) Because that is not exactly how it went down. So let me be real with you and I want to be straight up. Not that I'm ever not straight up. I am always straight up with you. I don't know why we say that saying, right? Because it's like that implies that I'm not straight up with you if I say that I'm straight up with you whatever. I am always straight up with you. You know that. And so I just want to be totally transparent with you. Maybe that's a better way to say it in my own journey here. And the four things in my business that were missing, which were also directly responsible for the reason that I had such a difficult time in those early years generating any kind of real revenue to speak of in my business. The first year that I opened the doors of my business back in 2017, I made $33,000. I mean, nothing to write home about, right? And I know we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different journeys. Maybe you made less than that your first year in business. Maybe you made five times that. And so it's not a matter of comparing, right? This is not about comparing ourselves, you know, one or the other. And this is not a pity party for me to be like, oh, poor pitiful me, I only made $33,000. This is for me being totally transparent with you. To lift the curtain a bit and show you that without the four elements that we're talking about today, it's going to be really difficult to generate revenue in your business, number one, to generate consistent revenue in your business, number two, and to actually take home a profit, number three. Because not only did I only make $33,000 that first year in my business, I reinvested all of it back into the business. And took a loss. And so at the end of that year, I was no further along than where I had started. In fact, I was further behind if you're looking at just numbers on a page. I had certainly grown as a person. I had grown in my business knowledge. I had grown in my experience and in coaching people. But from a purely revenue perspective, I was failing miserably. I didn't make a dime. And so If you're struggling to generate that consistent revenue in your business right now, and moreover, if you haven't profited in your business in the way that you want to, despite how hard you are working, I want to say something here that might sound a little crazy at first, but it's not actually a cash flow problem that you have. And we dove into why. Back in episode 64. So, if you haven't listened to that one yet, go check that episode out so you can get a bit of context for what we're talking about here today. But it's not a cash flow problem that you have. It's not because you're not making enough sales. It's not because you don't have a big enough email list. It's not because you don't have enough visibility. It's not because your messaging is off or people aren't connecting with you. Yes, it could be all of those things and more. And it could also be none of those things. There's a deeper problem under the surface. And the real problem here is that you're lacking one of the four elements that I'm about to share with you here. And on the flip side of that, I want you to understand too, that if you're sitting here listening to this and you're on the other side of six figures, you have reached that mark, you have surpassed that coveted six-figure level of income, then all the more reason you need to pay attention 
Because here at The Effortless Life, that really is our zone of genius. And that is the entrepreneur who we work with is the one who has made it to six figures. And they've realized that they can't work any harder to get where they want to go because they can't physically do any more. And just because you make six figures on paper doesn't mean you are profiting in your business either. And if you're listening and you haven't reached this point yet and six figures still feels like light years away, then hopefully this episode will help you gain insight into what you need to avoid if you continue choosing to operate your business without any one of these four key elements. So let's talk about what these four elements are. And these elements, missing any one or all of these is the deeper reason for the cash flow problems in your business. And these four elements are number one, lack of structure. Number two, lack of support. Number three, lack of accountability. Number four, lack of systems. Structure, support, accountability, systems. So we're going to take a deep dive into each of these to kind of paint the picture of what they are, why they're important, and why you need them, and what it's costing you to not have any one or more of these in place in your business. So let's start with structure. What the heck is structure? You know, we hear this word, we hear business structure, we hear organizational structure, we hear these these words thrown about in the entrepreneurial industry. And sometimes I feel like we don't really have context or definitions for what that actually means. And a lot of it is relative and a lot of it just kind of depends on who you ask. And so if you have had the experience of either A, not having a structure in your business, or B, not knowing what that is or what that means, or C, maybe asking a couple different people like, hey, how do you operate? Like what, you know, what's kind of your back end processes for X, Y, or Z? And they haven't really given you a clear answer or the answer varies from person to person. You're not alone. I remember in the very beginning stages of my business, and even when I was a couple of years in, I didn't know the importance of structure. I didn't know why I needed that. And What structure really is, the simplest way that I can define it for you, is it's the backbone of your business. Think of your backbone in your body. Without it, you can't function. You can't move. You can't operate. And it's the same for your business. So there's really two types of structure here that I'm referring to when I say structure. And what we teach here at The Effortless Life are the reasons why you need these two structures and then how to put them in place. Now, One of these structures is what I will call an outward-facing structure. So this is what others see in terms of your brand. And then the other one is an inward-facing structure, which is kind of what happens behind the scenes. So let me explain. So let's start with the inward-facing structure, because I think this is the one that many entrepreneurs know about, but that they don't actually have in place in their business. And this is your organizational structure. An org chart. This is literally the vision for the perfect ideal business that you want to build, the perfect ideal team that you want to build, and the roles and the responsibilities and the KPIs of each and every seat in that structure. Now, when you just get started in business, I understand why this might not be a priority for you. You haven't generated any revenue yet. You're just getting started. Maybe you think that, yeah, of course, one day I want to hire a team, but that's just so far off the radar right now. I need to generate money. I need to get cash flow in the door. I need to start getting to a point where I can actually afford to hire someone. And until you reach that point, what the trap that most entrepreneurs fall into is doing everything themselves. And the reason I say that's a trap is because at some point along the way, when you start by doing everything yourself, 
you will eventually develop the habit of doing everything yourself. And once you develop the habit of doing everything yourself, it is a really tough habit to change. And many entrepreneurs never change that. They might outsource a little bit here and there. They might hire a part-time VA. They might dabble with delegating and outsourcing, but they never really get to the point where they can fully let go and trust that the players on their team can take the ball and run with it. One of the reasons for this at the core, at the foundation, is because they don't even have a clear vision on what that team should look like and on what those roles are and on what the responsibilities are inside of each of those roles. So you need to have a clear organizational structure, even if you are not planning to hire anyone anytime soon. And this is where I'll tell people, well, you have to get clear on the vision first and then build to the vision. Otherwise, you're just building for the sake of building and that doesn't do anything but run you into the ground. So a clear org chart, there's a ton of software tools out there. There's a ton of Canva templates that you can use to get started with this. And there's a ton of resources that you can use as well. One of our favorite books here at The Effortless Life is Traction by Gina Wickman. Maybe you've read it. Maybe you've heard of it. It's really popular in the entrepreneurial space. And there's a reason why. Because he outlines why you need this organizational structure and gives you some practical tools and tips to help you create the vision for your A player team. And so part of this is not only knowing how to hire A players, what A players to hire, what an A player even looks like. Part of this is also knowing how to be an A leader to attract those A players to your team. But that's another episode for another day. So org chart. You need it. All right. Second piece here in terms of structure, the org chart's kind of inward facing. That's behind the scenes. You know, you're never out there really sharing your org chart like, hey, this is what our business structure looks like. Like Nobody does that. But your client journey is a structure that's outward facing. This is a journey that your clients experience from meeting you on Instagram for the first time, all the way through your funnels, down your email list, whatever other marketing things that you do, you know, hopping on a sales call or onto your webinar or into your five-day challenge and eventually into your program, right? From start to finish, from meeting you to working with you. That's the client journey that I'm talking about. And this is outward facing. And there's a lot of pieces and parts here. It's a lot of moving parts. This includes your funnels. It includes your marketing strategies. It includes your paid advertising strategies, your organic traffic strategies, lead generation, sales mechanisms. There's a lot that goes into this. But before you can look at any of that and kind of perfecting the systems within this structure, you have to be clear on the structure. What is the journey that your client is going to take with you? When they meet you for the first time, how will they know how you can help them? Is your messaging clear? How are you communicating with them? How are you showing them the potential transformation that they stand to achieve in working with you? And then through your entire process to the point of working with you. That's kind of the first piece. And then the second piece behind that is, okay, now that they're in this program, then what's next? Once they achieve this transformation with you, what comes after that? And really that gets into where we talk about, you may have heard this term before, your ascension model or your buyer's path. Not only is it their journey from 
meeting you for the first time to working with you. It's from working with you to continuing to work with you. So having that client journey structure in place in your business, the overall 30,000 foot view map of a client and how or a student and how they will work with you both now and long term is really, really, really key and necessary. And many entrepreneurs lack this structure. And because they don't have the structure in place, it's costing them. It's costing them time. It's costing them effort. And it's costing them money because they are bottlenecking their own business by doing everything themselves. And you've heard me talk about this on the show before. I know I can get on a soapbox with it and I just kind of hammer it home. And I'm like, please, you need to understand this because you do. It's really important. But at the same time, I don't want you to beat yourself up and feel like, oh my gosh, here's Courtney yelling at me because I don't have the structure in place in my business and I don't know how to get the structure in place. And so therefore, I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and keep doing the things that I'm doing because I don't know what to change. And I'm having a little fun with you here. And that's because business really can be fun. I know sometimes it doesn't feel fun. But when you have the right structure in place, even when it doesn't seem necessary, Like right now, maybe you're thinking like with the org chart, right? It's like, why do I need that? Because you can't achieve the vision until you create the vision and you can't build to the vision until you create the vision. So this is about creating the vision first. And that is actually the first pillar of the effortless life method that we teach because you got to be crystal clear on that. All right. So let's move into number two, lack of support. This is another thing that, oh my goodness, if you could just hear the complaints that I hear from people talking about how they can't find the right people. They've tried outsourcing. They've tried hiring. People just don't work out. People don't want to take responsibility. People don't seem to get the business or or the needs of the business. All of these problems and details. And let me tell you, I've dealt with my fair share of it as well until I recognized that some of the problem was linked to my inability to communicate my challenge to let things go and to let someone else take responsibility. And so what does it mean to get the right support in place in your business? Well, for me, this is twofold. First, it's your team because your business is only going to grow to the degree to which you grow. And once you reach your limit your capacity for growth. Now, I'm not talking like mindset because I believe that is limitless. You can always expand the walls of your limitations there. I'm talking about physical capacity. So your energy, your well-being, the amount of time that you have in a day, those things are all limited resources. And so once you reach that limit, you will not be able to grow beyond that. And that is where your team steps in to take the ball and run with it. So getting the right support in place, and this gets into kind of ties back to your organizational chart in part, and then it ties into your hiring processes and how to define your core values so that you attract A players who share those core values and who will uphold those values and support you and work together in achieving the greater vision. So it's your team, and it's also having the right emotional support in place. Don't discredit this. This is something nobody talks about. But running a business is hard. It can feel lonely. It can feel discouraging. It can feel isolating. And so having the right emotional support is so key, whether that is a friend who understands what you're going through, a family member, a significant other, 
If you don't have any of those, maybe a colleague in your industry or your niche who gets it. Someone who you can voice your concerns with, talk out your fears, and not feel judged for it, but rather to feel supported through it. Really, really, really important. So the third element here is a lack of accountability. Oh, this is a big one. Do we have enough time to do a whole nother episode on this? Because I feel like I could really go on a tangent here. I'll do my best to keep it concise and just to give you the nuts and bolts of what kind of accountability you need in your business. And this really boils down to three things. The metrics, your schedule, and outside guidance from a trusted coach or mentor. Notice I said coach or mentor, not plural. One person who can really support you and get to know your business and work with you to get your business to that next point in growth. So let's talk first about metrics and what it means to be accountable to the metrics. This is something we dive really deep into in the Visionary Leader Incubator, the one-year mastermind program, where we transform overworked entrepreneurs into visionary leaders. That is why it's called an incubator. We're literally incubating them over the course of a year. And oh my gosh, I just, that program, uh, the transformations that come out of that are absolutely incredible. And what these entrepreneurs go on to do is absolutely incredible once they get the right systems and support in place. And once they learn their metrics and why these are so important, I get that you didn't get into business to track numbers. Maybe your revenue, but maybe that's about it. You didn't get into business to figure out conversion rates and to track growth percentages and to figure out, you know, how many people on your team are performing well or to figure out your level of performance, right? All of these different things. You hear the word metrics thrown around. You hear the word KPIs, key performance indicators thrown around. I'm talking about the same thing here. And the reason you need them and the reason why every person on your team needs them is because the metrics hold you accountable. Just imagine this for a second. Let's say you have a team, even if it's a small team, maybe it's two, maybe it's three or four people. And you sit down every week for a weekly meeting and you review what you did that week and what's on tap for next week. But if you don't have a clear plan for growth, if you aren't working from the greater vision and building to that, and you don't have any kind of system to track that growth, you're not tracking numbers, then how do you actually know whether or not you're moving in the right direction? How do you actually know whether you are on course toward achieving the vision or whether you veered off? The metrics hold you accountable. The metrics also help you identify your A players. Because when you create a culture on your team of having metrics, tracking metrics, setting goals to achieve those metrics, and remaining accountable to the metrics, then very quickly your A players will rise to the surface. Those who don't take personal responsibility, who aren't fully invested, you won't see growth in their metrics week to week. And those who are and who do take personal responsibility, you will see growth in their metrics. And that's what you want. You want to see those metrics growing incrementally week after week after week. So we're going to dive into metrics on a future episode because there is so much to unpack here. For now, I just want to fill you in and clue you into why you need them. It's a form of accountability in your business and your business is not going to grow without them. The second thing that really helps when it comes to accountability 
is to be accountable to your schedule. Now, if you're one of those people who schedules stuff and then cancels and then puts stuff on your schedule and moves it around, and I'm not even necessarily talking about canceling on other people because I think we can agree, probably don't do that unless there's a really good reason to do that. Might make you feel bad or guilty when you do, right? So you do everything you can to keep those appointments. Maybe I'm only talking to myself here, but that is how I feel sometimes. Like I will move hell in high water so I don't have to reschedule on somebody. But I'm talking about those things you put on your schedule for you that get pushed to the back burner. Now, here's a really good example of this in my business. Recently, I created what I call a visibility schedule because I was like, you know, I need to amp it up and spend more time in the role of visionary leader in my business and be more visible. And I was like, all right, let me break it down. How am I going to do this? What's it going to look like? How am I showing up? What platforms am I showing up on? What ways am I showing up on these platforms? How much time am I spending on these platforms? I'm telling you, I broke it down to like the nth degree. And then it just sat there in a document for a couple of weeks and nothing changed. And this is such a perfect illustration of what many entrepreneurs do. They create the plan. They figure it out. They know what they have to do, but they don't actually implement it. And so it feels good to be busy and to create those plans and to think, gosh, I'm doing something productive because I'm creating this plan for growth. But what good does it really do you if you don't implement it? Come on. So what I did was I sat my butt down. I opened up my Google Calendar and I scheduled everything out on my Google Calendar on a recurring weekly basis in terms of where I will be showing up. Whether that's spending time in Facebook groups, whether that's spending time on Clubhouse, whether that's Instagram stories, whether that's doing a podcast, whether that's connecting and collaborating with other entrepreneurs in my space. And now that it's on my schedule, I'm accountable to it. Now, if you really want to add a layer in here, schedule things that you need to do with other people. For example, I wanted to start a Clubhouse club. Well, it's really tempting to start that, but then to not stay consistent with it, because guess what? Nobody's going to know if you don't do it. Or if you start it for a couple weeks and then stop, is anyone really going to miss you? Probably not. But if you start it with somebody else and you're holding each other accountable to showing up every week and doing that consistently long term, I guarantee you it's going to be easier to keep that commitment. The same goes for working out. I mean. Maybe you're one of these people that loves to just go for a run, and that's great. Like, so much power to you because I am not that person. I have to pay for a studio membership, sign up for classes, wait until the cancellation period is over. And if I can make it through the cancellation period, then guess who's going to show up for that class because I don't want to pay the late fee. That is my strategy for getting my workouts in every week, I kid you not. And so you have to figure out how you specifically can keep yourself accountable. One of the ways I do this is with my schedule. This is how we teach our students to do it and remain accountable to what is on this schedule and doing the thing that you said you were going to show up and do. And the next piece of this is outside guidance. Now, again, this is another episode for another day because here I go on my soapbox again. But you do not need 14 coaches. You do not need 14 mentors. You do not need to read 23 books or listen to 82 podcasts. What you need is one coach who can help you in one area of your business to reach the next level. 
whatever that level may be. I know next level is such a vague term, but it's also so unique to each individual. So whatever your next level is, a coach who can support you to get there. Maybe your launches haven't been performing like you want them to. You need a launch coach. Maybe you've been running into a lot of issues mindset-wise, and maybe that doesn't even read as mindset, but it's self-doubt and just lack of confidence and lack of motivation. Maybe you need to work with someone there to remove some of those beliefs and stories that you're telling yourself that are keeping you from getting what you want. Maybe you don't have the SOPs and the systems and the support in place and you need help to learn how to onboard employees and offboard them and to just have systems in your business and get organized. Hint, hint, we can help you with that. But outside guidance for a specific area of your business, a specific coach matched to a specific area of your business. Here's the thing. And this is the little nugget that I want you to take away from today. I know I'm, I'm sharing a lot with you here. And as you can hopefully see that I get a little crazy about this topic. It's not really craziness. I promise. It's just excitement. I really get excited about this stuff. And this is what I want to share with you here when it comes to coaching, mentoring, hiring a coach, hiring an expert. A lot of people think the gap is between where they are right now and where they want to be. And so they go out there and they try to hire a coach, sometimes what I'll say with so much love, a generalist, to try to help them in all these different areas of their life. And they think that if that person can just help them get where they want to be, then they won't experience the problems they're experiencing, which exist in the gap in the in-between. But the gap is not between where you are and where you want to be. The gap is between what you know and what you're doing with what you know. I'm going to let that one sink in. It's a big one. Let's assume that you have access to all of the knowledge and all of the training that you need to attain the results you want. Why haven't you been able to get the results yet? This is a really common experience. We see entrepreneurs out there who have hired coaches. They have worked with experts. They have spent thousands and thousands of dollars and invested that money in themselves and in their business, and they're still not where they want to be. It boils down to four things. They're either not taking personal responsibility for the results that they're getting. They're operating from an old belief system that can only yield the same old results that they've been getting. They're unclear on why what they want is important to them. Or they need a guide who can show them how to operate from outside the walls of their current limitations. We all have these limitations. I'm not excluded from that. The walls of my limitations have expanded over the years, but they're still there. They'll always be there. The goal is not to get rid of them. The goal is to continually expand them. So your coach's job to help you get where you want to go is to help you apply the knowledge that you already have and to trust yourself in the process. And more importantly, their job is to ask you better questions than you've been asking yourself. To help you break out of old habits that don't serve you. So the fourth and final thing here, that if you're missing, your business will really struggle to generate consistent revenue and profit is a lack of systems. What kind of systems? Well, there's four main systems. And there's many systems and SOPs within each of these. So again, I'm just giving you the broad brush overall overview here. But these four systems are a sales system, a visibility system, a deliverability system, 
and checks and balances. Now, again, in our Visionary Leader Incubator, we take you on a deep dive into each of these and how to identify the holes that you have currently in your business and how to plug them to get these systems up and implemented and operational in your business so that you can scale and grow with ease and spend more time in your zone of genius. Because if I haven't said it before, I'll say it again till I'm blue in the face. That's when business feels effortless. When you can spend the bulk of your time doing what you love. And the systems and the SOPs is what you need to free up your time in order to do that. So sales system, this has to do with your funnels. This has to do, it ties back to your client journey we talked about a moment ago. This is the process that literally takes someone from meeting you to warming them up, to introducing them to what you do, to getting them ready to work with you and recognizing why they need you. Your visibility system, this is outward facing. This is brand awareness. This is how are you showing up in the world? A lot of entrepreneurs are really inconsistent with this. They might go live on Instagram stories one day and then they ghost their community for a couple days and then they're back and then they ghost and then they don't really have a clear system in place for how they're showing up and continually getting out there. This is the one that I was working on just a few weeks ago because I've recognized that this is one for me that has fallen to the back burner recently. That's okay. You just pick back up, get it together, implement it, and get the accountability you need to execute it. Deliverability. This is more inward facing. This has to do with your client satisfaction and fulfillment, fulfilling on the promise that you're making. Your sales system has to do with selling the promise. Your fulfillment or deliverability system has to do with fulfilling the promise. So once a client joins your programs, what is their experience? Are you following up with them? Are you sending them surveys? Are you getting their feedback? How are you supporting them through that program and on their growth journey with you? And then finally, checks and balances. Now, this has to do with team growth and accountability. This has to do with getting the right metrics in place, weekly meetings, monthly meetings, quarterly vision sessions, annual planning meetings, annual team retreats. And even if you don't have a team, these meetings, I'm putting that in air quotes, are still essential for your business because it's the time each week, each month, each quarter, each year for you to sit down and put on that visionary hat, step fully into the visionary role of your business and dream for a little bit and get out of the day-to-day behind-the-scenes grunt stuff, put on that visionary hat. Now, I know I've shared a lot with you here today. We just kind of opened up a lot of cans of worms here, and we're going to continue diving into this in the episodes ahead. And if what we're talking about here on the show today is hitting close to home, there's no shame in that. I want you to know that it's normal. We all have to learn this lesson in our business at some point or another. Hopefully, this episode has just helped you to be able to learn what it is you're missing and what you need to get in place so that you can get back on that growth trajectory Get past any plateau that you might have experienced in recent months, years, and get the support and systems that you need to really be the visionary leader that your business needs you to be to succeed. And so if you've been a longtime listener, you've probably heard me talk about a secret program that we have here at The Effortless Life called the Visionary Leader Incubator. Now, this program is by application only because we want to make sure that this program is the best fit for you with where you are in your business right now. And this program isn't for everyone. This program is where we teach you how to learn, implement, and execute everything we talked about here today. 
how to get those right systems in place, how to get the right support in place, the right structure, and the accountability you need so that you can ultimately spend more time in your zone of genius. Because when you do, the ripple effect of that that it will have on the people whose lives you are able to touch because you're no longer behind the scenes, putting out fires, doing all the things, building out email sequences, building out landing pages, doing everything yourself. But when you're out on the forefront of your business, leading your business toward the greater vision, that is where the magic happens. That is where business truly starts to feel effortless. So I am extending an invitation to you that if this piques your interest and if you recognize that you need to get any one or more of these four elements in place in your business in order to experience greater growth, then I want to invite you to apply to this program. CourtneyElmer.com slash visionary leader is where you can go fill out that short application. Our team will review it and get back in touch with you if we feel that you're a great fit for the program. And I'd love to connect with you. There's three places that you can do that on Instagram at theeffortlesslife.co, on Clubhouse at Courtney Elmer, and on our new podcast website where you can leave me a voicemail. How cool is that? Yes. If you have a question or a topic idea for an upcoming episode, I want to hear it. So just head over to theeffortlesslifepodcast.co, click the little microphone, and you can send me a message right there. Now, next week on the show, we are talking about mindset versus strategy. And which one's really more effective for reaching your goals? We've got a very special guest joining us who's going to unpack for you what mindset and strategy really mean, why they're different from one another, and the surprising truth about both of them that very few people are talking about. So that's coming up next week. Stick around. I'll see you back here next time. Until then, go live your effortless life. Here at The Effortless Life, we love letting you in on the tools we're using to simplify our operations so that you can too. And that's why we are proud partners of the best kept secret for podcasters called PodPage. Now, PodPage automatically creates a beautiful, listener-friendly podcast website from your RSS feed. Now, if you're not a podcaster, I know that probably sounds like Greek, but if you are a podcaster, then this easy to use platform was built for you. I mean, imagine the impression your listeners will get when they land on your site and can easily locate their favorite episodes, subscribe to the show, rate and review, download, donate, interact with you, and so much more. If you want to see it in action, go check out our brand spanking new podcast website, theeffortlesslifepodcast.co, where you can get a first-hand experience of what your show can look like with its own webpage. And best of all, we don't lift a finger to keep it updated like we used to on our old blog site, creating page after page, week after week, every time a new episode aired. Podpage does it all for us now. You can't get more effortless than that. Now, look, we don't promote any tools here that we haven't used and trust ourselves. So when you sign up for your own pod page through our sponsored link, you can trust that you're getting the best of the best. Just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash pod page. That's CourtneyElmer.com slash pod page to learn more and see how much time, energy, and effort pod page can save you.
As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 